In the name of the true and living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated, won't you? I thank Father Turtle for this opportunity as your retired associate to be in the pulpit once again. Um, It's an exceptional gift and privilege to be with him and to be with you today. Last Sunday, we celebrated the Feast of All Saints Day, a remarkable feast celebrating the greatness and the wonder and mystery of the fact that we are all called to be God's people, God's holy ones. But it's always been uh, somewhat of a signal to me as we turn now towards the end of the liturgical year and the readings from Scripture in the next Sundays ahead, only two more after this one, uh, begin to prepare us for what is known as the second coming, the future reality of God finally fulfilling the promises of his creation and of his incarnation in Jesus, the second coming, the return of Christ. Advent is a season then of preparation for the reality that one day God will indeed bring consummation to all things. And not only the second coming, but also our contingency as human beings that one day we too will come to that day uh, that will indeed be a transition uh, for us as well. And we come to a parable today, which is very familiar to you, I would imagine, the parable of the ten bridesmaids, the wise and the foolish bridesmaids. And it's a very powerful, powerful story, and one that we can get lost in, we can get lost in the weeds if we try to get too detailed about it. And I want to kind of center in what I believe is at the heart of the parable, which is the issue of readiness. Readiness, preparedness. Readiness. Readiness for what? Well, readiness, obviously, for what God is doing, God's action in the world, in your life today, and ultimately in the consummation. Readiness. And at the heart of it, I think it's an invitation that brings revelation to us, that deepens our understanding of who we are and the reality of our heart, our current day, our current situation, our current living, our current experiences. It's a revelation to us of something very important that Jesus is seeking to convey in this parable. It's a story of the bridesmaids preparing to be ready for the bridegroom who brings his new bride to their home. And they process to the the bridegroom's home. And it's the beginning of this beautiful reality and beautiful wedding. And so there's an important piece that really speaks to our lives today. It comes down, I think, to the crisis involved in the story. You know it well. The story of wise bridesmaids and foolish bridesmaids. It's a story of wisdom and to folly, which is at the heart of the Old Testament scriptures and moves through the New Testament. The idea of living a wise life and the idea of living a futile life in foolishness. We know what happens. The the bridegroom is delayed and the bridesmaids hang on as long as they can. They fall asleep. And then at midnight, there's a cry. The, The bridegroom has come. And the wise bridesmaids are ready. They have a readiness that is theirs, a preparedness that is theirs. They prepared by bringing additional oil for their lamps. And they're ready 
to meet the bridegroom, but then there's those that were foolish and didn't do any readiness or preparation at all. And so they cry out, we don't have enough oil, can you please give us some of yours? And the answer is no. It sounds harsh, but there's more to it, perhaps, than we realize. A revealing of what's in our hearts. And Jesus says to them, when they come knocking on the door, the foolish bridesmaids, he says these words, I don't know you. Now we've heard that in other places from Jesus, but it still is startling to hear those words. What are they conveying? I did not know you. I don't know you. And the door remains shut, and the foolish bridesmaids cannot enter. I want to suggest to you that there has to be a mutuality in our relationship with God. That there are some things in life that we cannot purchase at the last minute. We cannot obtain things at the last minute. And one of them is this readiness, this intimate, interactive friendship of love with God and with Christ. We can say that we profess we have faith. We can say that we believe. But there has to be this reality of a living faith that grows through the years, that there's a deeper sense of confidence that I know him, and more importantly, he knows me. What would it it be like to know that Jesus knows you and loves you and is aware of you? It takes readiness and preparation, mutuality. The oil is something that only we can receive. And it's something that we cannot obtain when it's too late. It's the oil of relationship. It's the oil of love. It's the oil of readiness. Just think about it at a practical level in terms of your relationships with your family, your relationship with your loved ones. Again, this is the day of love. You can't put loving off. You can't put forgiveness off. You can't try to obtain things at the last minute. If you want to grow in friendship and love with your family and your your children, your brothers and your sisters and your friends, this is the time to be ready and do that, not wait until the very end. In other words, where is your treasure in life? What matters? What is of the ultimate concern? It's to have a living faith in Christ. And that readiness is what I believe is the oil that Jesus is identifying here. But then when we look further into this, we realize that Jesus is specifically calling us to live in a certain way, to live an attentive life, He says at the end of the parable, Therefore, I say to you, watch, be ready, be awake, be alert. Don't be so dissipated or distracted or diffused in the way in which you are living, but recognize the urgency and the poignancy of every moment and every breath that you take. 
Be attentive and be aware of your ultimate concern, your ultimate treasure, which is Christ. Each and every day, we should be aware of that and take measures to open our hearts and be ready. Let me tell a story, and I may have told this story before, but it's such a good one. It's about a wonderful woman by the name of Yukola, and some of you knew her. She was a member of my parish at All Saints when I was there. She got a terrible diagnosis um, of ALS, terminal. And at a reasonably, you know, still young age. And one day she called up as she was moving through this process and she said, Rob, would you please come and give me last rites? And I thought, that's strange. She's not at death's door yet. But she asked me, and so I went. And I asked her this question. I said, Yakola, why are you asking me now to give you last rites? And she looked at me with just kind of a radiance and said, Father Rob, I want to be ready now. I want to be ready. And I thought, that's it. That's that's such a response of the fact that she had oil within her life, a vitality and an energy for Christ within her life that she wanted to be ready. What a beautiful story that was. I'll never forget it. To live an attentive life in the way we practice our life, in the way in which we reach out in our life in love. Antonio Mochado, a great, great poet, said these words, Beyond living and dreaming, there is something more important. Waking up. (laughs) Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? On many, many levels. It's about paying attention to our deepest desires. You know, God has placed longings in your life and in my heart. Longings that ultimately are evidence of his presence our longing for God. I close with this other illustration of what it means to be watchful. I came across a wonderful Brazilian word recently. It meant a lot to me. The word is saudoje, saudoje. It can't be interpreted. It's impossible to interpret it. But if you speak to a Brazilian person and say saudoje, Tears will begin to form in their eyes because the Brazilian people have this awareness that there's deep longings within their lives. They look back in nostalgia about the good and the beautiful and the true and the wonderful parts of their life. And they have this longing, if only I could get that back. But then they also long for the future. They're ready. They're attentive to the deepest things within them. My friends, as we move to Advent, It's important to hear this word of Jesus, the word of readiness, the word of attentiveness. And when you come and be a part of a community of faith like this parish, Emmanuel, when you come week by week to the table, when you come and sit under the outstanding preaching of your rector and hear the word of God, when you come in fellowship and prayer and service to this place, you know what you're doing? You're buying good oil.
oil of Christ, the oil of his presence, the oil of readiness. May it be so, and may we move to Advent with great hope and anticipation.